0: In this podcast, we'll talk about how misinformation affects society. Misinformation is a heavy topic right now, and it has become a leading issue for not only Americans, but people worldwide. Misinformation is when false and inaccurate information is delivered with the intent to deliberately mislead or deceive people. This has become involved increasingly in social media and even through our own government. Most government officials use some form of social media to release information or give their opinion on current news. However, as misinformation increases, social media sites have now enforced accuracy checks on social media posts to ensure when people read it, they know it is false. Facebook and Twitter have begun flagging posts during a time of political outrage. These companies have stated people should be prepared for misinformation. With the election still brewing, there have been increased misinformation spread. This increased Facebook and Twitter, forcing them to enforce accuracy checks because of how common misinformation is becoming. During times of public health concerns in the past, social media has been an outlet to spread information, but also misinformation nearly two years ago public health experts blamed social media platforms for contributing to a measles outbreak by allowing false claims about the risk of vaccines to spread coming from CNN. This is a major concern now considering a coronavirus vaccine is on the way. Social media outlets and the public have to be careful of the news they trust online. The effect misinformation has on society is detrimental. Not only can misinformation have an effect on politics, but even public safety. With coronavirus being at all-time highs, misinformation is increasing with news about vaccines and health concerns. Facebook on Thursday said it would remove posts that contain claims about COVID-19 vaccines that have been debunked by by public health experts as the social network acts more aggressively to bat down coronavirus misinformation while falsehoods run rampant coming from the new york times this is creating public safety hazard and becoming very dangerous for our entire society in this podcast we'll talk about how misinformation affects different people including different ages in the use of social media to examine both sides of misinformation on social media my first guess is
1: hi i'm lucy vanover and i'm a junior at central
0: Okay, so to start off, how does social media play a role in your life and how do you use it?
1: Um, social media plays a really big part in my life. I use it every single day. I pretty much just wake up and get on Snapchat and it's just like the best way for me to talk to people that I might not see every single day.
0: Okay, so for the most part you would say that you use social media as a way for communication? Yeah. Okay, so do you use social media to find news and relevant information?
1: um a lot of times i see it on people's stories and i definitely do pay attention to it because i don't have a lot of time to research stuff on my own so if i see somebody's instagram story like talking about an issue in another country i do look at that and that's like where i get some of that information
0: okay so have you ever experienced finding misinformation on social media and being affected by it
1: um i've definitely seen it happen and i don't always like double check everything that i see it happens a lot with like covid and the election um it didn't like affect me in like a major way but i just like should definitely double check everything that i read because if i bring that up in a discussion with somebody and it's not right like it's gonna be bad
0: yes so so has misinformation on social media affected your perception of current events and things going on in the world
1: um it definitely has i'd say for the most part it influences a lot of like my political views and then also like how i feel like others look at the world. Because if I see them, like, reposting something, and if I know that that's information, or, like, I think it's, like, real news, like, it's definitely going to influence, like, how I think of them, especially when it comes from, like, some of the bigger influencers.
0: In your opinion, have flagged passages on major social media outlets proven to be effective?
1: I definitely think they have been. Most of the time, it just pops up on, like, people's, like, joke posts, but when I do see something that has, like, what seems to be legitimate information... It serves as a really good reminder that I should probably look that up before I believe it and start to tell that to other people I know.
0: Do you think that this has in any way stopped misinformation from being spread through one person to another and then creating a big uproar?
1: I definitely think so because for me especially, like, it's caused me to make sure that I'm double-checking, like, the source of that information and that I know whether it's true or not. So I would definitely say that it's probably influenced others to do the same. And I know it's like definitely helped me to make sure that I'm not spreading misinformation.
0: Great, and do you have any concluding thoughts on misinformation in social media?
1: I definitely think that it should be regulated a lot more because it has caused a lot of problems in our society. But I think that all of the social media outlets are taking some pretty great steps toward trying to keep the spread of misinformation as limited as possible. Great. Thank you.
0: My next guest is my dad.
2: Hi, my name is Jeff Iserman. I'm 51 years old. I'm from Springfield, Missouri. I work in um, commercial insurance and risk management, and I help businesses solve problems that they have in their, um, in their organizations.
0: Okay, so the first question that I'll be asking you is How does social media play a role in your life?
2: I've tried to limit social media in my life as much as possible. I do, um, I work on LinkedIn from a business standpoint, but I've totally um, wiped out Instagram, Facebook. All of those social media platforms, I, I don't even pay attention to them anymore. Historically, I would see that there was a lot of negativity, a lot of misinformation, and a lot of yuck. And so I just wiped it out from my uh, day-to-day routine.
0: Okay. Um, do you use social media to find news and relevant information, which it can be like any type of social media?
2: Mm, I use like Google to search things, and I use... Um, my news app on my phone to help bring me relevant stories from like Wall Street Journal and other news sources, but I don't go searching out news information from social media directly.
0: Okay. Um, Have you found information, misinformation on social media?
2: Well, I haven't directly found misinformation on social media, but I've found news stories that tell me about misinformation on social media. And I'm like, well, of course some Jay Clegg put some crappy story on Facebook because anybody and their brother can just click on a link and look at some nonsense. And so I think that the bar is so low on those types of sources. That's why I don't even look.
0: Okay. Has it any of the misinformation you found affected your perception of current events and things going on in the world?
2: Oh, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess that's possible. It's kind of hard to say. I'd like to think that the sources that I rely on are not or would not be considered misinformation. So the things that I'm looking at, I think would be considered reputable sources. Okay. So I don't think they've affected me.
0: Okay. Um, do you use um, like, any outside sources to look up things that you've seen on social media? Or do you find yourself needing to check everything that you see on social media or even just on the internet in general?
2: I don't check everything. But if I do see a story that looks odd or doesn't make any sense, then yes, I will go on... Um, I will go online and search for a more reputable source to see if there's an um, alternate story that might help give me a better explanation of what the other thing was trying to do.
0: Okay. Um, in your opinion, have any flagged passages on major social media outlets proven to be effective?
2: No, I guess because I just, I don't use it that often. Okay. So no. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome.
0: This podcast has been able to conclude the thoughts of multiple different sources that share different sides of misinformation on social media. On one side, you saw how social media affects a teenager in comparison to how social media affects an adult. This allows people to understand the differences in different age groups in relation to social media and misinformation. This comparison provides understanding for both sides of the topic and explains the overall effect misinformation has on society. In a time of outrage from the public, misinformation has affected different age groups in very different ways. To conclude the overall message, misinformation is extremely detrimental to society, but it may not have as major of an an effect or impact on certain age groups in comparison to another. Overall, misinformation is a very touchy subject and relates to different people in different ways. Someone like my friend Lucy, who is only 16 years old, sees misinformation a lot because she uses social media a lot. The the usage of social media relates to the effect of misinformation in a major way. However, my dad, on the other hand, has less interaction with misinformation because he uses social media a lot less and does not have the same interaction online as someone my age would. The outroar from the public in a, t- in a certain time of crisis has definitely been a major relation to the effect of social media to the effect of misinformation in social media. and it comparatively shows how our society has changed in different ways and has created a new, outlined for the future and how we have to prioritize fact-checking our information and not always being certain of trusting a source that you wouldn't have thought twice about in the past. Thank you for listening.